Okay, so here's something funny. Years ago, before I had children, I was one of those people. You know those people at the yard that's like, when I have children, nothing will change because the children must just fit in with my schedule. Yeah, I was one of those really annoying people. And anybody who I annoyed and irritated then, I do apologize profusely because anybody who has children knows that, you know, it's life-changing in all of the ways. Today, I want to talk about how you can make children and horse riding work as a parent. Okay, let's dive in. Hey there, and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast. My name is Lorna Leeson. I'm an equestrian trainer and coach, and I work with riders from all over the world to help them kind of make the most of their time with their horse, especially if they're working alone and especially if they don't have a trainer. So if that's you, well, let's dive in. Okay, children and horse riding. I know this may seem like the most bizarre topic in the world. However, the more people I've spoken to recently, the more I've heard this, that there's this struggle, this struggle to balance everything. And I myself experienced this. I still do. It's it's constant. It's something that's always been reevaluated. It's something I'm always looking at. It's something I'm always trying to improve, okay? And, you know, I was one of those people who I imagined myself, obviously, pre-having the children, as being one of those mothers who would bring the children to the yard and we would go on these beautiful, long, peaceful and tranquil rides together and they would just be these independent and capable little people that would just do all the things kind of by themselves and leave me doing my own thing. Now if you have children you are laughing at this because honestly I thought this was true. Like I thought like I'd I'd be able to do that. It was kind of like well you'll fit in with my lifestyle. And then I had children and I'm like oh lord you were naive eh. That is ridiculous. But anyway, now that I've had a really healthy dose of reality, I've actually found a couple of ways to work around this and to make it work for us. Because what I was experiencing was this almost like guilt that I wanted to ride and then I couldn't ride um, or it obviously wouldn't go the way I wanted to go. And then it was like, I'm taking time from the children, but then I'm taking time from the horse. And it was like this, oh, I just felt like, I just felt guilty a lot, okay? What I had to start doing was to, first of all, give myself a break and realize I am where I am, but then also to begin to get a little bit more strategic. And around my time, around my boundaries, and also then kind of understanding that sometimes, you know, best laid plans and it's going to go. So I would also kind of add in that, you know, having a lot of luck on your side would also be helpful in this situation as well. Okay. I think that for many parents, and this was definitely my experience, the biggest challenge I had was kind of merging or blending the consistency. Because in order to ride and to If you want to feel like you're making a difference or having an impact with your training, your horse's training, all that, you have to have consistency. But the same can be said of being a parent. You have to be consistent with your responsibilities and with how you show up and all that fun stuff. And I feel that that often where the rub comes in, because at the end of the day, and particularly if you've kind of had this maybe riding life, if you want, or a riding lifestyle without children, it's nice to plan. It's nice to know like, okay, I'll do this, I'll do that. But then once you have children, okay, 
it <laughs> you very quickly realize that hold on it doesn't matter how well I plan very often there's going to be a scenario that I could never have anticipated come up and yet it is going to impact everything so I think that it's really important so on that topic I found that for me the best kind of mindset I've been able to take on regarding this is to be flexible, okay? Be supple and really just expect the unexpected, okay? Um, I think that I would find myself feeling more frustrated than compassionate when unexpected things showed up. And obviously that's not a great thing to say and I'm definitely not proud about it, but there you go. I would be like, can't go horse riding today because... (laughs) you know, maybe the baby is sick, okay, or something. And it's not that I didn't have compassion for the baby. Of course, I had compassion for the baby, okay? We did not mistreat the babies, okay? But I also felt really frustrated in the moment. But once I began to just allow that flexibility into it, I'd say, okay, well, that's it. That's it. And I would then really work on shifting my focus here to appreciating the days when the plan worked. Okay. And I found that by doing that, by like having this, you know, gratitude, which I know is a word that is just maybe overused at this point in the world. Um, But once I had that gratitude, I found I was much more relaxed when I was faced with the days that things didn't work, okay? And I also think that when I was more grateful for the moments and the days and the opportunities that I had to ride, that also helped me then become more focused and disciplined and even intentional with the time that I had as well, okay? Because when you appreciate something, you really begin to pay more attention to it. When you are grateful for something, you begin to almost like devote more care or focus to it, which really then helped me with the time that I did have with the horses, okay? Now, the second thing I'd done was, you knew I was going to say it, have a plan for the rides, okay? Um, And because I very often, like a lot of the time, was not able to stick to the actual plan, I began to plan a little differently. And I would highly suggest you trying this if you're kind of in a situation where your schedule might change very suddenly or very quickly. You see, what I began to do was have this running list of things that I wanted to work on or do during my horse time, okay? And I would kind of have it into three different groups. So there was the 15 minutes and less group, there was the 30 minutes and less group, and there was an hour or less group, okay? And you know, if you got longer than the hour, well, then you're on the pig's back and the the world was your oyster at that point, okay? But yeah, I kind of kept it like that. And I also had kind of topics kind of loosely grouped together that I could work on if I was at the yard. And what I began to realize was that those smaller pockets of time, so let's say 10 minutes, where before you kind of take for granted, when you become a parent, those pockets of time become like really important. In fact, some days you feel like you're living your life in the 10 minute gap, okay? But that's okay. Once you know that, you can begin to plan accordingly. And that's what I did, okay? So I had my list of the 15 minutes, 30 minutes, or the one hour topics. And then I was able to then decide on what I was going to do. And even if the plan changed at the drop of a hat, which it still does to this day quite a bit, 
um, I have a list that I can kind of look at. And I've actually created a little list for you as well. I've put over 80 different things that you can do and I've divided it into time for you. So if you want to get that, you can pop on over to stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. Okay, it's there. It's um, free for you there. Okay, the next thing that I would strongly suggest doing is get support and set some boundaries. Okay, um, support can be a tricky one, especially when there's young children involved. You know, it can be as simple as asking a grandparent um, to watch the children, or it can be paying a babysitter. But I also realize that sometimes we don't have that sort of support, okay? Obviously, your partner or the child's other parent can also play a part in this. But what I would suggest doing is begin to create a list of all the ways that you can actually free up some pockets of time for yourself to ride. So whether it be the children are with somebody else or there's somebody who can come and look after them with you at the yard or whatever the case is, okay? But begin to think about how could I do this? And then you'll find that some of them are like, that'll probably never happen. And then others that are like, yeah, I could probably make that work. Well, just start asking. The the easiest ones or the simplest ones. Just start trying to implement it. Um, what I also found was that I made horse riding a bit of a non-negotiable for me every week. And I kind of almost, you know, when you have an appointment, let's say you have an appointment with a specialist, okay? And you've had to wait for this appointment and it's a really valuable appointment. Well, there'd have to be like something major happening for you not to make it to that appointment, Like, be honest now with yourself. Like, something serious would have to happen. Well, how about if you made horse riding the same as that, okay? Um, I think that sometimes we can push horse riding so far down the list of our priorities that it doesn't ever get featured. As as soon as any little thing comes up, we're like, oh, no, 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 like, I can't make it can't go horse riding because I have to do this thing, which actually usually is not really that important at all. So really important that you for yourself can begin to make horse riding a kind of a non-negotiable. And remember when you have boundaries, okay, um, you know, like in boundaries being this is what happens then, it's really important that you have to communicate them, your boundaries to the people around you. Um, And you also have to enforce them as well. So keep that in mind. Okay, the fourth piece of advice I have, which is one that I initially thought like, yes, this will be marvelous. And turns out not all that easy, hey? And that is involving your children. Um, You know, you you might have that perfect picture in your head. The one I had. (laughs) The one Lorna, naive little Lorna had in her head, okay? (laughs) But... But, 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 I do think that if you're realistic and if you're willing to be patient, this can actually work, eh? It can work in your favor as well, okay? So be realistic with your expectations of the children and realize for them, they're probably going to want your help, okay? They don't really care that you want to ride the horse. They might want to ride the pony, okay, or groom the pony or feed the pony or whatever the case, okay? And I do think that it's important for you to try and plan activities that you can do together so as you can spark more curiosity and, you know, make them interested, not make them interested, but help them to develop an interest in horse riding and in what they can do. And remember, you also want 
it to be safe. So it must be a good experience. But I think children enjoy being a little challenged. So whether that's physically or mentally. Now, the key word in that sentence was little. Okay, We don't want to frighten the children. Okay, But seriously, you can just kind of, you know, set up little tasks or little things for them to do that are, you know, slightly outside their comfort zone. But what it's going to do is it's going to help them to develop responsibility. Now, I also want to stay here that it is really important to remember that as your little person grows, okay, they are going to develop their own opinions and their own methods and their own beliefs and their own list of things they enjoy doing, okay? And this might not always line up with yours. I've, I have not yet experienced this myself, but I've seen it a lot, okay, over the years where maybe mom and daughter will start horse riding together as something fun to do together. And then as daughter begins to get a little bit more independent and begin to develop her own opinions, ooh, they clash with moms and there's a little bit of an issue showing up there. So just be really, really aware of that. And I think that, you know, it it can be so, it can, it can feel frustrating, okay? But it's also, remember, it's so easy to crush a little person's enthusiasm for something. So try and be mindful with that and try and see your role rather as being a guide as opposed to like, you know, this is it, my way or the highway, buddy. Okay, um, and they're on their own journey as a rider. Okay, um, I think that that's really important. Okay, be patient. This is kind of my final bit of advice for you. Um, and realize that this will also change. I remember back when I was still nursing um, the boys, it was, I felt like I lived my life in like three to four hour gaps. Like that was it. I kind of had this three or four hours and then it would reset again. And then I had three or four hours and it would reset again. And I, I was literally living life that way. And it was, it just felt exhausting actually for a while. It, it was lovely and, you know, it was great and it was a great experience and wow, isn't it marvelous? But Yeah, it was a bit exhausting. However, when I was in the thick of it, everybody kept reminding me, this will pass, like it's going to pass. And at the time I was like, this will never pass. (laughs) This feels like my life forever. (laughs) But obviously it did. You know what I mean? Like they're bigger now. So it will pass and it will change. Similarly, the whole, I've luckily gotten through the phase where they would just run at any random horse they found and like have no regard for their personal safety at all at all they just like run under their legs never now luckily our horses are fairly they're they're very kind and loving and well-mannered and yeah they're good souls um so we didn't have too much of an issue but yeah it was a bit of a problem as well so just make sure that you are not kind of holding on to that maybe frustration or annoyance that you're feeling right now, okay? It's going to go, it's going to pass. And remember, you're going to have periods where you're just not going to get time to ride. And I think it's also really important to accept that and to to just let it be what it is. But then knowing that things are going to turn and that you will soon get out of, you know, it, it nothing lasts forever. So it will change and you will be able to... Um, yeah, really and truly find yourself and, and 
find yourself with your horse again soon. I like to think of my life as being like a series of different seasons. And what I've found is that in some areas of my life, I may be in a summer season, so like a growth season. But when I'm in that summer season in one area, I'm very often in like more like a winter season or I'm like a hibernation season in another area. And I think that that's often important to remember that wherever you are right now, things will change, okay? And you can't do everything at once. So just accept where you are, make the most of it. And hopefully by listening to this today, you'll see that A, you're not alone. I think there's so many of us on the struggle bus, hey? But B, it does get better and there is light at the end of the tunnel. And I think it's just up to us to maybe develop a better mindset around it and how we can actually use that then to maybe introduce our little people to horses and then continue on with it. Okay, I am going to leave it at that. Again, if you would like that um, sheet on the topics that you can do, it's all divided out time-wise. And also a little workbook about getting more time and finding more time to horse ride. I made this actually because I myself was saying I don't have enough time to ride. Um, so that is over there at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash time. It's absolutely free. Grab it and maybe use it and see what you can get done in the next few weeks with your horse. Okay, I'm gonna leave it at that. Have a super one, keep well, and I'll chat to you soon. Be good, bye.